0: 8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines, President Xi Jinping orders the SAR government to rein in the COVID-19 outbreak. Seven designated clinics, which can treat up to a thousand COVID patients a day, open. And a medical expert has urged pregnant women to get vaccinated for the coronavirus. President Xi Jinping says he's highly concerned about the COVID-19 outbreak in Hong Kong and has ordered the SAR government to make it its top priority. to bring it under control. Altus Wong reports.
1: According to newspapers Ta Kung Pao and Wen Wei Pao, President Xi had asked Vice Premier Han Zheng to convey his concerns to Chief Executive Carrie Lam as well as his warm wishes to the people of Hong Kong. The papers quoted the president as saying that the SAR government must shoulder the main responsibility of reining in the outbreak, mobilize all the manpower and resources it has and introduce every measure to ensure Hong Kong people's safety and health and the stability of society. He also said the central government and other mainland authorities must give their full support and assistance to the SCR government. This includes boosting the territory's testing capacity, building more isolation and treatment facilities, ensuring the supply of fresh food and other daily necessities, as well as sending medical experts to give advice. In response,
0: Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the SAR government is determined to utilize Beijing's support, unite various sectors in the society, and do all it can to tackle the coronavirus outbreak. The hospital authority says it's prepared to treat more COVID patients with mild symptoms at seven designated clinics. The clinics which started treating COVID patients this morning are located in various districts, including Kennedy Town, Bay, and Tin Shui and can treat up to 1,000 patients a day. Officials appealed to patients who are waiting at home to be sent to isolation facilities to make an appointment by phone before showing up. Dr. Libby Lee is the authority's director of strategy and planning.
1: In any case, if those people arrive at the clinic, we will actually screen their symptoms and then we will, we will handle it case by case. But we hardly not recommend people doing this kind of stuff, jumping the queue. So that's why we have a hotline for booking system. And it is also an important measures to, pre, uh, to prevent or to protect the public, prevent the infectious risk. If you are a positive case, basically you should stay at where you are, reduce the social distancing during the isolation. So we highly recommend not actually going out without knowing that you have a secured appointment.
0: Dr. Lee said the designated taxi fleet to transport COVID patients to the authorities' clinics won't be available until Friday. She urged people to take other direct transport instead for the time being
1: for these two days, we have to tide over. So we strongly recommend if you have a secured appointment, only a secured appointment, that means you have booked already, and you have to find a way for direct transfer from your home to the clinic. And then we highly recommend to reduce any social activities in the society to reduce the infection risk.
0: However, there was confusion this morning at the designated clinics where some citizens showed up for consultations for non-COVID illnesses and were told to leave. At Yun Chao Kok, in clinic in Shatin, a man said he had made a booking for a blood check, while a woman said she came for a wound dressing. Staff had to explain to them that the clinic no longer offered these services. An obstetrics professor is urging pregnant women to get vaccinated against COVID-19 after figures showed around 50 of them have already tested positive this year, the same number for the last two years combined. Leona Poon from the Chinese University says the surge in cases in expectant mothers is because Omicron is a highly contagious variant.
1: We have seen a surge of cases since last week, and we are aware that there have been about 50 cases uh, as of last night. So it is very clear that Omicron appears to be very contagious and is spreading very fast. And it's also been contributed by the fact that many pregnant women are unvaccinated.
0: The City University says a new COVID testing scheme for cats and dogs should give pet owners in COVID hotspots peace of mind and reduce pet abandonment. The university is partnering with the Prenetics Health Testing Company to launch the testing service from Monday. Duncan Hockley, the executive director of the university's veterinary medical center, said it was hoped that the testing would also cover other animals.
1: The test is very similar to
0: what is being used for humans. uh, We have partnered with uh, Prenetics and it's a real-time PCR testing. And it will be validated here within Hong Kong for dogs and cats by prenetics. It is going to be based on uh, the the incidence of COVID within the population here in the hot spots. It's not something that should be widespread testing throughout the animals, uh, providing pet owners uh, uh, reduced anxiety and prevent pet abandonment. U.S. President Joe Biden has warned that a Russian invasion of Ukraine remains a distinct possibility. He said the United States hadn't yet verified any withdrawal of Russian troops from the Ukrainian border, despite Moscow's announcement that some forces were pulling back. He stressed that sanctions were ready to go in the event of an invasion.
2: If Russia does invade in the days and weeks ahead, the human cost for Ukraine will be immense. And the strategic cost for Russia will also be immense. If Russia attacks Ukraine, it'll be met with overwhelming international condemnation. The world will not forget that Russia chose needless death and destruction. Invading Ukraine will prove to be a self-inflicted wound.
0: Mr. Biden also acknowledged the likelihood that U.S. and allied sanctions on Russia in retaliation for an invasion of Ukraine would have a significant blowback on the American economy, including possible price hikes and disruptions to the nation's energy supply. To be clear. If Russia
2: decides to invade, that would also have consequences here at home. But the American people understand that defending democracy and liberty is never without cost. I will not pretend this will be painless. There could be impact on our energy prices. So we are taking active steps to alleviate the pressure on our own energy markets and offset raising prices.
0: The United Nations says there are nearly 3 million people in need of humanitarian assistance and protection in eastern Ukraine. The spokesperson for the Secretary General, Stefan Dujarric, was speaking to reporters.
2: We also want to highlight uh, the equally important uh, humanitarian situation, the fact that there are 2.9 million people in need of humanitarian assistance and protection due to the eight-year-old conflict in the eastern oblasts of Donetsk and Luhansk. Our top priority now is to alleviate the people's suffering.
0: Britain's Prince Andrew will no longer face a civil court case in the United States for sexual assault after coming to a financial settlement with his accuser. The prince had previously said he wanted to contest Virginia Dufresne's claims before a jury. The BBC's royal correspondent, Daniela Ralph, has the story.
1: The papers filed in a New York court do not offer an admission of liability from Prince Andrew. Instead, they refer to Virginia Dufresne, receiving a settlement from the prince. They say Prince Andrew intends to make a substantial donation to Virginia Dufresne's charity in support of victims' rights. The documents describe the prince as never intending to malign Miss Dufresne's character and say he accepts that she suffered both as a victim of abuse and due to unfair public attacks. He also says he regrets his association with a convicted sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Wendy Murphy, an expert in sexual violence law, said the settlement became likely when a New York judge refused Andrew's attempt to have the case dismissed. She said he would have been expected to answer questions by the court, including about the late pedophile Jeffrey Epstein.
2: There was no way he wanted to do that, regardless of what he might have said, that was a can of worms that both Prince Andrew and an awful lot of people involved in the Epstein-Maxwell nightmare, uh, including people in positions of significant power around the world, would not have wanted those questions to take place.
0: Singapore is coming under pressure from rights groups to stop the execution this week of two men found guilty of drug trapping, Trafficking. The pair, one of them Malaysian, have been on death row for 12 years. Reports say they're due to be hanged today. The United Nations Rights Office said the use of the death penalty for drug offenses was incompatible with human rights. The office's spokesperson is Ravina Shamdasani.
1: The use of the death penalty for drug-related offenses is incompatible with international human rights law. The death penalty can only be imposed for the most serious crimes which is interpreted as crimes of extreme gravity involving intentional killing. We call on the government to commute their sentences and to reform Singapore's legislation to bring an end to the imposition of the death penalty.
0: The family of a cinematographer fatally shot on the set of the film Rust is suing its star Alec Baldwin and the producers for wrongful death. Lawyers for the husband and son of Helena Hutchins say her death was a result of reckless conduct and cost-cutting measures. Mr. Baldwin, who was holding the gun, denies he pulled the trigger. Brian Pannish is an attorney for the family.
2: I think it was recklessly disregarded to the disregard of all the people there, the safety. And, the, and that's why this happened. Had they not been reckless, somebody doesn't get shot in a movie set. I mean, when was the last time that happened? This doesn't happen unless people cut costs and engage in reckless
0: behavior leading to a senseless, tragic death. The American journalist and political satirist PJ O'Rourke has died age 74. Born in Ohio in 1947, he began his journalism career as a left-leaning political commentator. But by the 1980s, he was writing from a conservative and libertarian standpoint for publications including Rolling Stone. Here's the BBC's David Willis.
3: Journalists and writers have taken to social media to commemorate the life of PJ O'Rourke. Jonah Goldberg, who's editor-in-chief of the center-right publication here, The Dispatch, uh, called PJ O'Rourke A unique talent, but also just a really good dude. May he rest in peace. And PJ O'Rourke was one of the most prolific, one of the most widely quoted authors in American life. The author of more than 20 books. His acerbic wit earned him supporters from both sides of the political divide here.
0: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,690. That's 336 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $57 billion. In currencies, a short time ago, the U.S. dollar will buy you 115.64 yen. The euro was at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents, and the pound was worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 56 cents. In sport, Hong Kong skier Adrian Young was unable to finish the men's slalom at the Winter Olympics in Beijing. He missed a gate early in the first run of the Alpine skiing event. The 17-year-old was also DNF in the giant slalom on Sunday after losing his ski in his first run. Today's event is the last competition for the three Hong Kong Olympians at the Games. Football's European Champions League has resumed its first leg matches in the round in round 16 and there was a lopsided win for manchester city
2: here is a
3: sterling oh what a special goal from raheem sterling that was a super effort right footed curling finds the top right hand corner manchester city are strolling past sporting in some style five nil
0: Raheem Sterling got the last goal in City's 5-0 thrashing of Sporting Lisbon in Portugal. Let's hear from Bernardo Silva, who scored twice in his hometown. Well,
3: it's a very good one. I honestly think, think in the first half, we weren't that good to be winning 4-0. I think sometimes we were a bit sloppy, lost some easy balls, which gave them the opportunity to counter-attack. But we were very clinical, very clinical. Uh, you need luck as well to score that many goals in, in, in not so many chances. And yeah, but very happy with the win 5-0 away. Yeah. It's a great result. Uh, and yeah, a good performance, especially some minutes in the first
1: half and the second half.
0: In Paris, Kylian Mbappe scored on the 94th minute to give PSG a 1-0 advantage over Real Madrid. Lionel Messi had a penalty saved by Tybalt Courtois. Tonight, Liverpool travel to Inter Milan. Bayern Munich visit RB Salzburg. In the English Premier League, Manchester United moved into fourth place after beating Brighton 2-0 at Old Trafford. Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes got the goals for United. Goalkeeper David De Gea says it's a good result following two consecutive draws. It's, uh, it's great always when you have the three points, especially here at home and especially after uh, a couple of games that we draw, that we should won at the games. Brighton is one of of the teams that they are play very well with the ball and uh, they press very good so it's for me it's a very good team uh, for sure and it was a tough game especially first half they had a couple of chances uh, but uh, we start much better the second half than the, the first one we just the a goal they they get one man man down and then even like this we we concede a couple of chances at the end so yeah big three points And on the news, the top stories once again, President Xi Jinping orders the SAR government to rein in the COVID-19 outbreak. Seven designated clinics, which can treat up to 1,000 COVID patients a day, open. And a medical expert has urged pregnant women to get vaccinated for the coronavirus. And before we leave, a quick look at the weather. It will be mainly cloudy, sunny intervals in the afternoon, fresh easterly winds, Occasionally strong offshore and on high ground, the outlook windy, with one or two rain patches in the next couple of days becoming appreciably colder with heavier rain on Saturday. Still rainy from Sunday to next Monday. Uh, temperatures will fall to around ten degrees. In the local weather forecast, a fresh to strong easterly airstream is affecting the coast of Guangdong. And currently at the Royal Obser- excuse me, at the Observatory, the temperature is 17 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 76%. And that's the news from our THC. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You be. Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Usmani. On the show today after 1.30, we have a new weekly feature called JJ's Music Box. Each week, Jayang Javeri takes us on a short journey into the life and music of some of the leading global singers and musicians that achieve superlative success and define their country's regions, eras and genres. Today, JJ's music features Unkultum from Egypt. And after 2pm, Cruz McCallaghan joins me for her weekly audio column. And this week, the subject that she's itching to talk about is fleas. Yes, I'm afraid so. So just make sure you stay tuned today. Quite a variety on the programme, I would say.